This is Mike Roth. Welcome to the Open Forum in the Villages podcast. In this show, we're going to talk to leaders in the community, leaders of clubs, and interesting folks who live here in the villages to give a perspective of what's happening here in the villages and information that I think all villagers should have. We hope to add a new episode most Fridays at 9 o'clock. We are making a change soon. All of our shows will be distributed by a single podcast syndicator, Buzzsprout, both the old shows and the new show. We are also changing our subscription plans. Now you will be a supporter by simply making a subscription, subscribing via Buzzsprout. You can make a contribution of any amount that you'd like. We'd suggest $3 a month. If that's too much for your budget, you can pay less or If you're really enjoying what we're doing and want to see us continue, you can pay more. This is going to be a subscriber-supported podcast. We are making this conversion to make it easier for everybody. And all of the subscriber-only episodes that were available on Apple Podcasts will now be converted to the Buzzsprout channel, and everyone can go ahead and listen to those. This is Mike Roth. I wanted to thank Alvin Stencil for being our very first online supporter via the Buzzsprout system. In today's show, I'm going to be telling you about the October 28th, 2023 Seven Car Car Club show at Brownwood Square. There must have been a couple of thousand people there from 4 to 8 p.m. It was absolutely jammed. My original plan was to interview about 10 car owners of interesting vehicles, I probably got to four or five, and they are in this show. It was the Ford Club, the Mustangs, Camaro Club, the BMW Club, the Mini Cooper Club, and the Mazda Miata Club. I think they could have gotten in a lot more cars because half of the streets, the side streets that they filled with cars were only halfway full. Their loading of the square was kind of slow for clubs other than the Ford Club and the Camaro Club, which they brought right in close to 4 p.m. The others were delayed by about a half hour. It was a nice show. It was a beautiful day, a little bit cold, but the crowd came out and it was a wonderful show. And now let's talk to a few people who brought their vehicles to the show. This is Mike Roth with Open Forum in the Villages. I'm talking with Greg Gaffney. Greg, I saw him coming, driving into the square here with a fantastic 1951 Ford Woody. I didn't even know Ford made Woodies in 51. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure what year they started, but I believe 49 is when I think they started. And I talked to a gentleman here this evening that said he has a 59 Woody here. Uh-huh. So, yeah, they're, uh, they're, they're beautiful cars. Right, right. And how thick is the wood on the car? Thick is it? Yeah, or is that just paint? On the tailgate, it is painted. Oh, yeah, okay. the, the tailgate, the sides are more like a paneling. You see where you have the borders here. And those are more or less, as you can see, like a three-quarter inch on the border. This is more like a, a plywood. A plywood, uh, okay. More of a, a plank. But the borders, for sure, our regular uh, maple, it's called bird's eye maple, uh, again, about a three-quarter inch. Wow. Have you ever, ever had to replace any of this wood? This is the original wood. This is the original and 1951 it, wood? Yes. It was actually my father's car. Uh-huh. And so when he obtained it back in the 90s, then he went through the entire car, refurbished it, obviously, uh, sanded the wood down and stained it, and did everything uh, to make it as it looks today. Yeah, it looks fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, he gets a... Or he did get a lot of comp. Now, I'm the beneficiary of that as I get 
the compliments from all his work. So, so I understand this cause for sale. Why don't you tell our listeners uh, what telephone number or how to contact you if they're interested in a, oh, absolutely. In a great-looking 1951 Woody? Well, thank you. Uh, yeah, again, my name is Greg, and my phone number would be 505-238-4367, and I'd be... I'm more than happy to short off to anyone who's interested. How many miles on it? Well, there are 94,000 miles. Uh, two owners, and right. uh, it's actually still uh, in the family. My dad bought it from a, a nephew in the family. Right. So I've got all the paperwork going back to the day that the car was driven off the floor in California. Good. Okay. Thanks a lot. You bet. Take it easy. Thank you. I'm in front of a uh, 1952. 62. 62. Yep. Nash. Uh Metropolitan. Metropolitan, right. I used to see them trying to sell that on Disney World. Okay. Right. And uh, how long have you owned it? I've owned it four years. Why don't you tell our listeners what the best part of owning this car is? It's so unique. Most people have never seen one, and it's something different here in the villages. Yeah. It's got an automatic transmission? No, it's a three-speed on the column. Three-speed on the column. Absolutely. And where did you have to pick it up from? I found it in north of Baltimore, Maryland, and had it uh, shipped down. Okay. Yep. Very good. Anything else you want to tell our listeners about a uh, Metropolitan? It, it's a fun little car to drive, and if you want something different, it's a uh, it's a great car to have around the yeah. I, when I looked into it, I couldn't help noticing the uh, old-fashioned cellular phone. That doesn't still work, does it? No, it doesn't. That technology stopped working in 1982. So back in the 50s and 60s through the 70s, that phone was off. Great. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Mike. You're welcome. Okay, I'm here with uh, Clemens Policio with a, a Shelby. 2014 GT500 with a very rare optional glass roof. Okay. And have you ever opened the glass roof? I have not. It's actually a fixed. It's a fixed glass roof. It's a fixed glass roof. Yeah. So basically, what Ford did, they removed the the roof panel that's normally the metal, metal there. and they put a, a piece of glass on it, and it doesn't open. It does not open. Wow. Yeah. So tell me, you had the car about two years. Yes. You know, I'm sure on a private road like a racetrack, what's the fastest you got the thing up to? I've taken it um, at Daytona International, 140 miles per hour. 140. 140. Did, did you like the way it handled? Yes. Very very solid. Um, was it floating or anything like that? And she still had plenty more to go. And, you, and you've had it for about... Two and a half years. Two and a half years. If you had to do it all over again, would you? Yes, sir. Great. Hey, thanks a lot, Palacio. Have a good one. Great. Well, I'm down here at the Miata aisle. They, they put all the Miatas off the square on Megasin Road. Well, there's a lot of Miatas here. Well, look at this. And the Miatas, the Mazda Miatas Street, Megasin, looks like they could have put another 25 cars. They just have empty space half the block. Terrible shame. Open Forum in the Villagers podcast. I'm here with Sam. Leonard. Leonard with a uh, Mazda Miata. This is a 2017 uh, Mazda Miata RF retractable fastback. Retractable fastback. Yes, so, sir. And is that electrically powered or yes. hydraulic? Uh, it's electric. It's a switch there on the dash that uh, moves it up and down. Yeah, that, that's very nice. Very nice. And the whole, the whole piece, including the glass, goes underneath? Right. Yeah, this and this will go underneath. This will drop back down into a... Uh, see if we have another one sitting around here. It's got, uh, well, so uh, this this glass piece will just sit on the top? Yeah, yeah th- th- this will come back and actually sit. This will go right up. Okay, okay. 
How long have you owned it? Uh, I bought it new in 17. In 17? Yes. And you're happy you did it? I love it. Good. Yeah. This was this is my like I said, this is my third Miata. Uh, I had a, a 93, an 03, and then about uh, a little over five years ago, we had a, uh, a Miata car show up at Sumter Landing. Yeah. And I had my 03, and someone had one of these on the other side of the square. My wife walked over, and the guy had his top set just like that. And she come back over, and she said, We've got to have one of these. Okay. So he did talk me into getting the, the automatic instead of the six-speed manual. Okay. But I do have paddle shifters if I want to play. Okay. And, and how long have you been a member of the Miata Club? Oh, probably seven and a half, eight years. Okay. Good. Good. Yeah, it's a great club. We've got, uh, I talked to the president uh, over, over where we were staging. We've got 219 members. Good. And, yeah, pretty strong showing. Good. Good. Thanks for being on the show with us. My pleasure. Thank you. We are making a change soon. All of our shows will be distributed by a single podcast syndicator, Buzzsprout, both the old shows and the new shows. We are also changing our subscription plans. Now you will be a supporter by simply making a subscription, subscribing via Buzzsprout. You can make a contribution of any amount that you'd like. We'd suggest $3 a month. If that's too much for your budget, you can pay less or if you're really enjoying what we're doing and want to see us continue, you can pay more. This is going to be a subscriber-supported podcast. We are making this conversion to make it easier for everybody. And all of the subscriber-only episodes that were available on Apple Podcasts will now be converted to the Buzzsprout channel, and everyone can go ahead and listen to those. Remember, our next episode will air live Friday at 9 a.m., or should I say pre-recorded, but that's when it'll be released on our regular subscriptions. Bonus subscribers can get early access to episodes. Should you want to become a sponsor of the show, contact me at MikeRoth at RothVoice.com. If you know someone that you think should be on the show, send me an email at Mike at RothVoice.com. I want to thank everyone for listening to the show. The content of the show is copyright by Roth Voice 2023, all rights reserved.